definitely human. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. On the prosperous island city of Fortuna, commerce is a competitive game, and glory goes to those astute enough to seize the moment. Our pioneering adventurers have saved a suffering family deep in the tunnels of old Fortuna, and now there is the chance to do yet more good. Before they return to their mission, they can display the harvest of their ingenuity and enterprise for the benefit of their new friends. Resourcefulness, valor, Pax Fortuna. Certainty, part five. Do I have the pleasure of speaking with uh, Mr. Pavel, uh, wizard extraordinaire of this fine city? Uh, he looks at you, kind of wild-eyed, and says, "Ree! I ah ah ah!" Well, he kind of starts patting himself down and looks at his hand a bit forlornly and looks back at you. My name is Almira Q. Appleby, and I am very pleased to be at your service, sir. Yes, I'm Father Theobald Brandenbury. Selwyn Bloodstorm. Absolutely, right. de Montfort. Okay, and Carrie, with you, he looks around for her and she runs up to him and hugs him. Sir, can I ask you a question? I hope you won't think this is uh, too forward of me, but may I ask you a question? Uh, uh, yes. Do you like toast, sir? <laughs> <laughs> do you enjoy toast? Do you enjoy a toast? Fine... Perhaps now is not the best time. I disagree. I think this might be the only time Goodness. to raise this subject, sir. I can't help but notice that you have, um, unfortunately, your your hand has been lost. <laughs> Has been lost. Talk about creating a market for yourself. <laughs> Your hand has been lost, sir. That's and too this bad. Is a very no one to blame. <laughs> it just happened. It happened, and now we just have to deal with the reality well, of the situation. But you are the ones you you attacked. You attacked me. Again, saved you. Saved you. Yeah. Let's focus on that part that did turn I you back. I was running into away. Human. Let's focus on the positives here. In times past, without a hand, you would have been. In buttering your bread is not that not correct, sir. You really need two hands to accomplish that task. Well, I am very pleased to announce that with the uh, beautiful progress brought to us by modern technology, I can offer you completely free of charge my patented toast spreader. Yes, completely free of charge, sir. That's a good deal. Because <laughs> well, normally they cost an arm and a leg, don't they? 
Oh boy. Selwyn laughs the hardest he's ever laughed in his life. Cavill starts crying. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, that's brilliant! Because he's only got one hand! Oh my god. Well, that's the coldest you guys have been all day. I really think I'm doing him a great service. Yeah. I'm delighted to bestow this toast spreader to him. I want one of those and I've got two perfectly working <laughs> Well, of course you do, sir. It's a wonderful invention. And you're quite lucky to have one, Pavel. So trying to crawl away from, <laughs> from, from you now. Can you guys make perception checks, by the way? Six. Ten. Nineteen. Twelve. Almira, even as you are talking and spinning around and gesticulating wildly... <laughs> You notice, you catch out of the corner of your eye, Devin is nearing a large door on the western wall of this room. Devin, my good man, you're not leaving without us, are you? What? You should be joining you, shouldn't we? I'm not so sure. I'm going to shuffle towards him and say, well, let's let's finish the job. We've just had to try to rectify our terrible mistake with Pavel and Kyrie here, but now that that we've given them a toast spreader, I believe the scales are... (laughs) are balanced once more, so we can proceed with our quest. Exactly! Now, you, you're not going to get far without your arms! Remember your <laughs> arms! <laughs> Lift up the box. Why don't you carry with Selwyn and I'll be the torchbearer, as it were, and I create fire in my hands. Hmm, okay, okay. Maybe you could uh, heal my leg further. Well, I'm afraid my magical <laughs> energies... <laughs> no, yeah, okay. <laughs> you motherfucker. Two. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. He stretches out his leg, does a, a little hop. Oh, don't thank don't you, Father. Thank me. Thank the the dwarven all fathers. Say, uh, Father, I still have that wound from. Uh, well, from, you, uh, <laughs> just uh, you just <laughs> just a moment too late, Selwyn. I haven't even uh, put any bandage on it or anything, so it's sort of bleeding openly. And it's you will you, the the front the of the cube, the very inside my clothes. It's all sticky. <laughs> Devin picks up his end of a box. It takes you maybe 45 minutes to an hour. More walking, it's tough to tell, down in the dark. You pass a number of side tunnels, some of them quite small, uh, more than a few doorways, some tattered and wooden, others large and iron and crisscrossed with chains. Devin is energized now, and suddenly the path slopes upwards before terminating in a wall bearing a ladder to the surface. Well, it was uh, easy enough getting it down, I suppose, but how are we going to get it up? Should Devon go up first? That's a very good idea. He puts down his end of a box and starts scaling the ladder. He expects the box will follow him. Mm-hmm. I will, uh, I'll be right after you, uh, and then Selwyn and perhaps Almira and uh, Abstinence can bring the box up. <laughs> 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 Not a very good liar. <laughs> I'll need your eyes, I think. So I would like to use the dagger to pick the lock. I also, I have lock picking Oh, you do? Oh, okay. And, and I'm, I've got some patter going with Devin. I'm like, when we're done with this job, you know, you should really come to Dewberry, to my parish, and, and listen to my sermons. He yeah. shouts down, oh, yes, yes. Uh, you did a very good job with my knee. I, I will consider it. And there's more where that came from, my good man. <laughs> oh, it's... Good, good, good. <laughs> Not just knees, but uh, uh, elbows and any. Well, you should all... come meet uh, Mr. Spinks. Mm. He's, he's sure he could use a dwarf like you around. Yes, yes, yes. And possibly a sudden orc as well. Uh, well, I have no doubt. 
Big we'll strong, see. Arm, we'll see. Big strong arms. Uh, and you want to pick the lock, you guys? Yeah. It's a mechanics check. Yeah. I'll give you advantage. You got to beat DC fifteen. Oh dear. Are you kidding me? What? No way! Are you kidding me? Is that me? double ones? You've got double ones. ones on advantage. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my god. Well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> well, I mean, you you would put your lockpicking tools into it. Uh, they just break off in the padlock and you can't retrieve it and a key's not going to fit in either now. I can't use my dagger to try and fish out the lockpick and open it or anything? I mean, it, it's... If we just jammed it? It's pretty full of stuff. What about Solomon's axe? Or is that We're trying to be noise? stealthy. Could you both make perception checks, please? Twelve. Seven. Absence, you hear a, a light scratch from inside mm. the box and a high-pitched noise very briefly. Could I, like, knock back? <laughs> yeah. So, so you want to, what, knock lightly? Yeah. Uh, Hello? <laughs> don't really hear anything in response. It's getting weird, guys. I'm pretty sure I heard something moving inside and, like, a high-pitched squeak noise. Devin, it's at the top of the ladder now. He's opening the manhole cover and breathing the cool night air above. Oh, yes. I can, really I filling can... his lungs. <laughs> I can hear them coming up with the box right behind <laughs> us. Uh, you you go on ahead and scope out the area, Devin. Make sure that there's no yep, customs. Yeah, he gets his hands off and uh, mm. presses himself up to the surface. I mean, I feel like we've jammed the lock and we, right. there's nothing mm. more we can do. Kind of you to say we. It's there. generous. <laughs> generous to say we. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Put it together. <laughs> How are we planning on getting the box up? Because we are not strong enough. Selwyn, could we use some of your rope to tie around and then you could hoist it up? I'll help guide it from below. Uh, yes. Yes, of course. Thought you, uh, had a handle on it, but, uh, all right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, I climbed I mean, back down again. <laughs> I mean, we haven't even tried to lift it, to be fair. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hang out with Devin up top while someone does his thing. I get to the bottom of, like... What's this you guys haven't even uh, tried to lift it at all? I thought you were carrying uh, the box up. Oh, it was just so heavy. Devin up there with you, Theobald, is just uh, looking around, getting his bearings again. He seems to be satisfied. I'm sure they'll be up presently. Uh, so... <laughs> so... Um, so, uh, Theobald. Do you enjoy working for Mr. Spinks? Oh, immensely. Oh, immensely, he is a wonderful man. A very important, very uh, clever man. Politically astute. A keen business sense as well. But but quite stressful. It's not often an, um, an employer of that calibre leads their employees to be downing shots of whiskey at, uh, at closing Well, time. no, that's more the fault of the couriers, of course. Uh, mm. Mr Spinks could have had nothing to do with that. Of course, of course. And who's in the box? Uh, sorry? Oh, nothing, nothing. nothing. Oh. Allow me to reassure you again, I know nothing about the contents of a box and have been pressed to not try to discover it. Well, that's none of our business, of course. Of course. You're just here for six shillings each. Isn't that right? Mm, it takes a little umbrage at your tone. <laughs> uh, well, if six shillings is not sufficient, I understand we've been quite... There's been quite a lot going on tonight. Uh, maybe we can increase it to uh, eight or nine shillings. Of course, or perhaps Mr. Spinks would consider personal patronage of my church. <laughs> perhaps he would. <laughs> we'll say 
eight shillings for now. We needn't settle on an exact figure at this moment. It seems like Mr. Uh, well, Spinks and I have much to discuss. Okay. <laughs> I look down the manhole and I say, how are we getting on down there with the, with the box? I'm like looking at you like, so uh, is it just mm. me that's going to carry it? <laughs> we're, just, we're just hoisting it up. It was a little bit heavier than we expected it to be. Um, so we're just using Selwyn's rope and I'm going to help push it from the bottom. And it's a group group effort. We're all doing it. Oh, no, take your time. Take your time. <laughs> they, they, it's just a group effort. Well, do, absolutely do not take your time. This is, <laughs> this is a matter of most urgency. We are supposed to deliver the box to Councillor Spink's house tonight. It's we almost will, morning. We will, we will, we will. So... We're going to tie the rope around the handle and lift it so that it's lengthways up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, as you progress up, please do make a strength check. Oh sure. As it lifts off the ground. Fifteen. That's fine. Nice. Yeah. When it's hanging, I want to give it a shake. <laughs> <laughs> give it a bit of a shake. Yeah. Okay. You can indeed shake it uh, because it's suspended. You don't need a strength check. Um, you do hear and feel movement in there and another squeal. Mm. Tiny. Tiny squeal. Uh, what are you doing? Sorry, just lost my uh, footing. We're trying to uh, figure out what's inside the box, are you? I'm a little curious, but you know, just we can't Remember know. Remember the we rule? Can't know. Yeah, I know. We, the we rule was know. there was three rules. One I forget. Two I forget as well. Third one: <laughs> don't look inside. <laughs> we can't look inside. It's locked. But you know, like a Christmas present doesn't hurt to have a little feel. And you don't know what a Christmas is, <laughs> but I take your meaning, and the answer is still no. We're not supposed to know. Okay, you're what right. if it's something bad? Then we'll feel awkward about taking money when we deliver it. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. But we don't want to. After do that, that spider debacle, do you want any more moral quandaries? <laughs> I don't want to Best do to any more know. wrong. I don't want to do any more wrong. Then don't open the box. <laughs> How can you do wrong if you don't know you're doing wrong? <laughs> okay, and Devin doesn't really know why it's taken so long, but he's happy to see the box again. And he uh, fusses over it and unties the rope by himself before Ben turns to you again. So he's like, yes, of course, please. Please. Oh, carry yes. the box. Yeah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, yes. Sorry, yeah, yes. Don't know why we're tiptoeing around it. That's my job. I carry the box. That <laughs> grabbed the other end of the box. I mean, now... Are you feeling any more magical now, uh, Father? <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, uh, not quite there yet. Not, not quite, quite there. there. Not quite. Soon. Fair enough. Soon. Okay, you pick up a box and assume formation again, and you find the night air to be fresh and chill. Uh, around you are two-story houses, and you can see an amber light blossoming at the fringes of the sky. Uh, Devin seems to know exactly where he's going now and is charging ahead. Could you, at this point, please make a perception check? Three. Nine. Sixteen. Fourteen. Abstinence and fear bold. You hear running footsteps coming from behind. Devon doesn't seem to have noticed. Okay, I have a look. Uh, I whip round. You can see down one of the streets, that curve away from you, is approaching quite a few people carrying torches. Oh dear. From this distance, you can barely see that they are dressed in all black. They haven't seen you, but they're kind of at a light jog looking down different streets. Devin, Devin, my God. What, what? 
some more of those uh, folk who troubled us back on the gondolas. There seems to be a mob of them. Oh, God! No, they're back! They're back! Keep your voice down. Let's run. Let's book All right. Yes, let's hurry. Let's, let's hurry up. Uh, You've got no idea who these people off. might be, Devin. Uh, could be anybody. Could be anybody at all. Really, though? Because they don't <laughs> know who we are. You seem to be actively pursuing us. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. I'm sure in politics, uh, Mr. Bartholomew Spinks has made many enemies. Mm, makes sense. Yeah, it checks out, yeah, okay. So you take off at a run? Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to run, it's going to be loud. Yeah, I have a not... lot of pots of pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think we're running. We're just like hustling just like faster that. than they're trundling. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, Devin seems to, to know the way, but um, you are aware that behind you somewhere there's a posse. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you come to a three-story house standing above and slightly apart from the rest of the street. It looks a fairly homely building with a thatched roof, quaint windows framed with flowers. Devin says, here we are. We're, we're right here. Uh, we just have to go around the side. There's a, there's a servant's entrance that we must, we must go inside. He leads the way to a fairly nondescript, humble door and unlocks it and tries to bustle you in right. with, with, with the box. The servants' passages here are stale and musty. The carpets are worn fairly bare. Devin closes the door behind him and picks up some candles off a ledge and lights one. And he calls, guards, guards! And indeed, two guards come from further down the corridor. There's some uh, some robbers trying to waylay us. Uh, you must guard the door. Right, we have to. I've been informed we must take this box down to the kitchen and then you will get paid. So you believe these robbers will try a... Full frontal assault on the home. <laughs> well, uh, it's perfectly possible they know where we're going. Perhaps we should be cautious. Gracious. What has Fortuna come to where robbers would be so brazen as to attack a councillor's home? Well, no matter. <laughs> I completely agree, no matter. Because no we're going to get paid in a minute. I suppose we'll have six shillings burning a hole in our pockets. Six, huh? Yeah, okay. Oh, eight. Eight it was. Eight and the uh, patronage of my church. Let's go. He hustles you with candle in front, reaching back every once in a while to touch the box to make sure it's still there, and you make your way down to the kitchen. So it's eight shillings now, then? Well, uh... For, for, for each of us, yes? Each of us is, is, is free to make our own negotiations. Uh, I'm currently... At eight shillings. <laughs> you didn't think maybe it would speak up for all of us. Well, uh, listen, Selwyn, you are young in the ways of the world. Uh, I'm going to just start taking the box down. <laughs> and just kind of, all right, that's the end of the conversation. Yeah, just man. drift into a kind of a mumble. Uh, you know. So I didn't quite catch that. Fada, fada, Devin leads you into the kitchen, which is large in a state of controlled chaos. There are utensils hanging from hooks and crockery stacked next to the sinks. And through the window, light dawning over the horizon. Oh, God. Devin is surprised to find someone waiting. Two people. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. Uh, one is a tall and uh, distinguished-looking man with a thin nose and hair beginning to grey. And next to him is a shorter but wiry man dressed in white. Oh, uh, G- Councillor Spinks! I, I didn't expect to see you down here. Yes. And who are these people you've brought with you? We're the couriers. Hello. Well, charmed, I'm sure. I am, of course, Councillor Spinks. This is my home. Um, you have brought me the box? Yes. 
Untouched. <laughs> it's just a nest of gnomic metal sticking out of the padlock. I wasn't like that when we got it, obviously. Um, from down the passageway you come, you hear a crunch and a splintering of wood and the sound of people shouting. Well, I believe we're uh, to be paid. Got the box here. Uh, there it is, the box that you wanted. And, uh, yes, uh, eight shillings, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's untampered with? Yes. He yes. goes and takes a look at it as the sounds grow <laughs> louder from down the hall. <laughs> a bustling, a, a kind of a, a mini storm of shouts and clanging metal as swords have clearly was been drawn. eight shillings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> seven is fine as well to... if it'll get us out the door quicker we uh... have back to back jobs arranged you know uh, <laughs> Councillor Spinks, Spinks looks at Devin and says what's going on here what have you done uh... oh, I like stretch <laughs> like, Devin says we haven't done anything there were, there were people chasing us we, we had to hurry uh, we, we couldn't hold them off I mean really if there's just a valuable vase <laughs> you can take anything that you've got to hand <laughs> Through the entrance where you just come, burst a small troop, An unruly crowd. Of, yeah, men and women and a few dwarves dressed in black, saying, "You monsters! You monsters! You won't get away with it!" What is going on? Get away with what? More guards barrel in from a tunnel now, and a uproarious battle starts between them. Oh. <laughs> Bartholomew starts backing away towards uh, the other exit. It's got a little too hot for him in here. He expected a box, and not a And I just start edging towards him, like, only usually when you work a night shift, it's actually double pay. So I think our rates are quite reasonable. <laughs> the chef is trying to grab at the box and pull it towards the door, whereas the men and women in black are trying to fight their way towards the box. You guys are basically around the box now. I mean, I'm beginning to feel... We should open the box. We should open the box. Selwyn, uh... Perhaps you should open the box and we can see what all the fuss is about. Rule number three. <laughs> Bada, I expect to be paid for this job and one of the stipulations for being paid was to not open the box. Well, I'm going to hire you right here, <laughs> Selwyn, and I'll pay you Ooh. nine shillings. Okay, a dwarf charges in, tries to grab the box and drag it away and out the door while guards are trying to clamber their way Okay, I'd like to roll forward. to slam my axe into the box as soon as... <laughs> as soon as Theobald makes his <laughs> Make a dexterity check to see if you get there before the dwarf does. 19. Five. Yes. Okay, you slam your axe down, hitting it on the iron reinforced side, vertex, and the box splinters but doesn't quite collapse. Inside you can see what looks like a bundle of hay. That's you done as a kind of surprise action. I guess we can roll an initiative. Nine. Seven. Eighteen. Ten. Well, abstinence, you are close to this box now. All four of you are. There is a battle raging around you. <laughs> Seems very inappropriate for me to be doing this right now. You know, <laughs> it is it is large for a kitchen. It is small for a battleground. <laughs> and crockery is flying <laughs> off the shelves. And I want to look inside the box. Can I peel off one of the wooden splinters at the top? I don't know if I want to go sticking my only good arm, <laughs> the mangled one from the spider. 
Know, yeah, you can, can take off the, yeah, uh, just, the wooden boards yeah. that, that yeah, were on it. And pulling the hay away, you expose two baby kobolds. They're about the size of Selwyn's hand. They are kind of pale orange furred, uh, I guess between a cat and a dog. Are they very adorable? Uh, yeah, I think they're <laughs> very adorable. They <laughs> squint and they turn their eyes to look around, but their eyes haven't adjusted to the light. Okay. What were they called? Kobolds. Kobolds. They are very rare. You wouldn't have seen one before. Why are we delivering these to the kitchen, though? Mmm. I say, well, uh, it seems that these unruly people are angry that we're giving kobolds to Mr. Spinks. There's a, a tangled web of politics here that I cannot, uh, <laughs> that I, I cannot fathom, but I don't think we're getting paid, so... <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I'm getting paid. <laughs> I'm getting paid nine shillings, father. Ah, yes, of course, of course. Um, but what price would you put on salvation? Nine shillings. <laughs> What's a cobalt anyway? Well, uh, these small creatures here are, are kobolds. I'm not sure why they are being given to Mr. Spinks. Are we just, like, having a chat while this crazy... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... Fine between us. I guess so. Who's I... winning? Is it the guards that are winning? Or the... It does not look like the guards are, are winning. Everyone is getting in everyone's way uh, around you because everyone wants into the centre. Another man is going to make a reach for the kobolds, a man dressed in black. He gets nowhere, the man reaching and just like fumbles at the side before someone yanks him by the ankles back into the fray. <laughs> it's like a cartoon fight, it's all a cloud. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Like, you see limbs coming out from it, you see someone's teeth like chattering off into the air. <laughs> the word bang and kapow. Yeah. 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 I like glance over at the, the hands and then back at you and I'm like, so what do you think we should do? <laughs> well, it's, it is now Selwyn's uh, turn. You can choose to do something. Someone. I scoop up the kobolds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I tuck them away in, in my many pockets. Hmm. That's a good, yeah. I'm okay with that. So maybe we should just hoof it and get out of here. Yes. Yes, that's a, that's a good plan. I think it's a very good plan. It's a plan where I'm getting paid, so I'm happy. Okay, yeah. Um, they hands grasp at you but are quickly either batted back or people dragged away. You can hear pots and pans smashing over people's heads as you go back out <laughs> of the passageway. saunter out into the, into the dawn. Slow motion. <laughs> as you get to the end, you hear someone saying, wait, what happened to the box? What happened to the box? I have the box! <laughs> Dawn blossoms above you as the sounds of carnage recede. Um, and you can see one of the city workers going around and snuffing out each of the lamps as the sky brightens. Um, if the three of you don't have a, a place to stay for tonight, or for today, I suppose, then I live in the church, but of course it is open to travellers or vagrants. I <laughs> indicate <you>. so in. <laughs> uh, so perhaps we can, we can uh, retreat there. Is your church close by? Yes. I'm very tired. We've been on quite an adventure. Yes, exactly, yes. So uh, I've got some kobolds in my pockets. So are they um, now part of our crew? <laughs> yeah, no, we've got some kobolds. That's, that's exciting. <laughs> that's really exciting. <laughs> I feel like that'd be more of a hindrance than anything else. I mean... Uh, 
planning on just like selling them for nine shillings yeah. a piece. <laughs> nine shillings. <laughs> Another normal night in Fortuna ends with the forging of new friendships and memories that will be cherished for a lifetime. As our heroes retire, the city awakens. The bakers stoke their ovens and the market traders set up their stalls. The days will bring more riches to the eager citizens of Fortuna and the nights more unexpected treasures. So our heroes sleep soundly, rich in experience if not in gold, in their new home on this prosperous island city with opportunity for all. You've been listening to Through Innocent Certainty, written by Maximilian John and produced and edited by David Knight and Tom Dalling, with music by Jonathan Day. Starring Giorgio Mariani as Father Theobald Brandlebury, Eleanor Kohler as Almira Q. Appleby, David Knight as Selwyn Bloodstorm, and Charlie May as Abstinence de Montfort. I am Maximilian John, Game Master. You can follow us on Twitter at Visit Fortuna. If you are enjoying the show, you can listen to the whole 26-episode series right now, available on our Patreon to $5 subscribers. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Pax Fortuna is a definitely human production. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.